Welcome to One Last Thought, I'm Ed Goodman and today I'm reading from a book called How to Read a Book by Mortimer J. Adler and Charles Van Doren which was originally written in 1940 but the version I'm reading from is the updated version that was rewritten and brought for a more relevant audience in 2011 and it is the classic guide to intelligent reading and the section I'm reading from is called active reading. Since reading of any sort is an activity, all reading must to some degree be active. Completely passive reading is impossible. We cannot read with our eyes immobilised and our minds asleep. Hence, when we contrast active with passive reading, our purpose is first to call attention to the fact that reading can be more or less active, and second to point out that the more active the reading, the better. One reader is better than another in proportion, as he's capable of a greater range of activity in reading and exerts more effort. He is better if he demands more of himself and of the text before him. Though strictly speaking there can be no absolutely passive reading, many people think that, as compared with writing and speaking, which are obviously active undertakings, reading and listening are entirely passive. The writer or speaker must put out some effort, but no work need be done by the reader or listener. Reading and listening are both thought of as receiving communication from someone who is actively engaged in giving or sending it. The mistake here is to suppose that receiving communication is like receiving a blow or a legacy or a judgment from the court. On the contrary, the reader or listener is much more like the catcher in a game of baseball. Catching the ball is just as much an activity as pitching or hitting it. The pitcher or batter is the sender in the sense that it is his activity initiates the motion of the ball. The catcher or fielder is the receiver in the sense that his activity terminates it. Both are active, though the activities are different. If anything is passive, it is the ball. It is the inert thing that is put in motion or stopped, whereas the players are active, moving to pitch, hit or catch. The analogy with writing and reading is almost perfect. The thing that is written and read, like the ball, is the passive object common to the two activities that begin and terminate the process. We can take this analogy a step further. The art of catching is the skill of catching every kind of pitch, fastballs and curves, change-ups and knucklers. Similarly, the art of reading is the skill of catching every sort of communication as well as possible. It is noteworthy that the pitcher and the catcher are successful only to the extent that they cooperate. The relation of the writer and the reader is similar. The writer isn't trying not to be caught, although it sometimes seems so. Successful communication occurs in any case, where what the writer wanted to have received finds its way into the reader's possession. The writer's skill and the reader's skill converge upon a common end. Admittedly, writers vary, just as pitchers do. Some writers have excellent control. They know exactly what they want to convey and they convey it precisely and accurately. Other things being equal, they are easier to catch than a wild writer without control. There is one respect in which the analogy breaks down. The ball is a simple unit. It is either completely caught or not. A piece of writing, however, is a complex object. It can be received more or less completely. 
all the way from the very little of what the writer intended to the whole of it. The amount the reader catches will usually depend on the amount of activity he puts into the process, as well as upon the skill with which he executes the different mental acts involved. What does his active reading entail? It suffices to say that, given the same thing to read, one person reads it better than another. First, by reading it more actively, and second, by performing each of the acts involved more skillfully. These two things are related. Reading is a complex activity, just as writing is. It consists of a large number of separate acts, all of which must be performed in a good reading. The person who can perform more of them is better able to read. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you.